When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. Oh, close. Very close. Given. Given, I'm sure he'll review, but given. At the moment, England have won this test match. Pitch in line, impact in line. And it's hitting the stumps. So you can stay with your decision, Joel. And, and signal now. Well, that well is one of the greatest test match victories you'll ever see. And one of the greatest ever captaincies in test match cricket you will ever see from Ben Stokes. What leadership, what a performance on a feather bed of a pitch. Their talismanic captain Stokes has produced some magic. And England win for the third time, only the third time ever in Pakistan, Lahore in 1961, Karachi in 2000, and now Rao Pindi in 2022. That audio thanks to Fox Cricket as I welcome in SEN test commentator, SEN commentator in general, Barat Sundarais. And Barat, is that Nasser Hussain just getting a little bit carried away or has he got legitimate claims that that is one of the great test match victories? I uh, know. I mean, uh, I, I love Nasser and the work he does. But like you know, everyone around English sport does have the tendency to get a little overboard <laughs> with uh, their team when they do well. But hey, I think they deserved every bit of it. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm not a convert yet, Jules. I'll be very honest. I'm not on the baseball bandwagon <laughs> uh, uh, a- a- any more than anyone else in Australia is. But. Look, I mean, we were there earlier this year in Ravel Pindi on that very pitch where in an alternate universe, that test match is still going on uh, with no result in sight. But to produce uh, or give yourself an opportunity to win a test match on that pitch itself takes a lot of courage and then to pull it off is just, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll, it'll go down as an era-defining win. So why aren't you a convert yet, Bharat? I mean, the, the team that came over here and played in the Ashes last year were pretty ordinary. They played eight tests under... McCullum, they've won seven. They're scoring rates through the roof. Why aren't you convinced yet? I think it has more to do with that uh, annoying term than anything else, Jules. <laughs> I think if they'd called it anything else uh, about <laughs> baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, replace... Uh, and honestly, I think, yes, I mean, uh, Bra- Brendan McCullum uh, deserves a lot of credit. And, and hey, I've become a Baz myself in the last few years since living in Australia. So I'm all for, you know, love for Baz is always good. But... Uh, I just think Ben Stokes deserves so much more credit than than he gets. Uh, uh, you know, so maybe uh, maybe an expression that uses his name uh, a lot more. Uh, but look, you're right. I mean, they have said that they do not believe in draws. They are not going to play for a draw. And if you look at this Test match in Rawalpindi, 
when they declared when they did at T, they literally handed this game on a platter to Pakistan, or at least brought Pakistan back into the game. Pakistan had done nothing to deserve that opportunity. Um, and for periods during day five, it looked like maybe, uh, you know, Pakistan would end up winning a test match. They had no business winning. So that's where Ben Stokes and Jimmy Anderson. And, and, and look, I think you're right about one thing. I think the biggest standout takeaway for me from this test match is not the fact that they won and the scoring rate, but the fact that you had guys like Ben Duckett, Harry Brook, Will Jacks, uh, Ollie Pope, Zach Crawley. Uh, these guys putting their hand up and uh, scoring at you know, 120, 130 strike rate, which tells you that it's a cultural revolution. It's not just the big names. It's not Joe Root and Ben Stokes and Johnny Bairstow. But it's these guys who are winning them uh, games in this new era of English cricket. So we all can't wait for the Ashes series in England next year. Australia, we re- we've retained Ashes there, but we haven't actually won an Ashes series in England two th- since 2001. Given how this English team is progressing, how concerned should Australian fans be about this upcoming series, given no matter how strong the England team has been, it's been hard to win over there for Australia for, for two decades now. Oh, uh, very much so. And look, this uh, this great team that we are seeing right now, this great bowling attack anyway, has not won a series in in, in England or in India. And, you know, there's been a lot of comparisons made. Jared and I and all of us got indulged in it or indulged in it as well during this uh, Perth Test match about our the current quartet uh, greater than the former quartet, the Glenn McGrath, Gillespie, Lee, Vaughan uh, group. Uh, but they won series in England and in India, which this, these guys haven't done, and they'll be looking forward to it. Uh, but they, no, I mean, that just this uh, style of play that England have brought to the fore is just making that Ashes series feel so much more exciting, right? I mean, I'm already planning on, uh, you know, looking at stuff that I can do on days four and five because I don't see too many tests lasting the distance <laughs> if England keep batting this way and especially against uh, this Australian bowling attack. Uh, I think they, Pat Cummins was there the other day doing a post-match press conference on day two when um, England were batting the way they were. And, uh, yeah, he had one eye on, on, on the pitch or on the pitchers coming from Raval Pindi as he sat there. Will they be that bold against this Australian attack, though? Is that is that the way they'll play come this Ashes series? Uh, I do think they will, uh, Juice. I mean, look, they they lost playing baseball to South Africa in seeming conditions, one test, uh, but they, that did not deter them from uh, continuing to do that. And even in that one-off test uh, against India, where they finished the series bizarrely from last year, they chased down that big total in the in the fourth innings by playing the way they're playing. And it's not just with the bat. Even with the, uh, some of the decisions that Ben Stokes takes on the field, the declaration, uh, the attacking fields he set. I mean, I mean, you know, the fields that he set for Jimmy Anderson. Uh, I saw, uh, the, you know, Phil Brown, the great photographer, take some brilliant pictures of that. They'll go down in history as some of the, the you know, they'll, they'll always be etched in memory. So they're doing it all right, and they're taking 20 wickets as well. So I don't see them changing their approach. Uh, it will be up to Australia how they combat it. Do they stick to their guns, which is what I think they should, uh, and just let uh, England's style play out. Jimmy Anderson, this, I just saw this stat bob up before. Since turning 35, he's taken 192 test wickets at 21, post 35 years of age. Uh, I know, I know. And I'm in the post-35 age group now at 37. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've started uh, questioning my... Uh, so I kind of like uh, do not look at that box that they have put up, the stats box when Jimmy Anderson or anyone comes into bowl uh, because it makes you feel a little leaky, right? Like, yeah, at 37, <laughs> uh, 
forget about just like you know being fit, but to run in in those conditions on a pitch which is giving you nothing at this stage of his career, uh, just tells you how he much he's bought into uh, this this new style. And I was listening to his post match uh, interview with Nasser, and he spoke about how Ben Stokes makes you want to play for him. And that's the kind of inspirational captain England have needed for a long time. We saw them being so terrible last year here in the Ashes. And then they went to the Caribbean and lost. So, you know, like with their one-day cricket, they did reach a, po- a point where they had to you know, get busy living or get busy dying, like I like to say. And uh, clearly, I mean, they've, uh, they're revolutionizing test cricket. And that Ashes is going to be so much fun. We're chatting to Bharat Sundarace and big part of the SEN cricket commentary team. It's your home test match uh, coming up in Adelaide. Conditions look pretty good in terms of the weather, so it shouldn't get too many interruptions. Surely, given the summer that's coming up and the big year of cricket coming up, surely Pat Cummins doesn't play in this test match, Bharat. Uh, Yeah, you wouldn't expect to, especially with um, Australia adding more fast bowlers to the group. Uh, my man, Michael Nisa, is back. So, well, you know, we were here 12 months ago when uh, he did make his debut and Adam and I were on air for his first test wicket. Hopefully that happens again. But, like, you know, yeah, it, it, I don't think it's... it's I must be since the 18th century or the 19th century for the first time that the team has... That any team has a reserve fast bowler who averages 9.55 with the ball. <laughs> so, I think Scott, Scott Boland should just uh, walk into the side. And, hey, you mentioned home test... Uh, yeah, I mean, home tests are not easy, are they? I have to, like, before I even go and watch Australia practice, I have to clean up the garden. I'm just sorting out the kitchen. The wife's left the laundry for me. So I need to, you know, sort all of that, that out as well and then start worrying about Scott Boland and Pat Cummins. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I would be surprised if Pat Cummins plays uh, because, you know, like you said, South Africa is a huge series and Australia have all their eyes set on the World Test Championship final and they would want to beat South Africa. Don't complain. You, you, your beautiful partner does all the work when you're on the road all the time. So it's the least you can do, uh, Barat. Don't worry about Michael Nisa. We love Scott Bowling here in Victoria. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's get Lance Morris in. He bowls at that speed. Yeah, He's going to have not? him jumping around, pink ball under lights. Get him in. Uh, I'm all for it. Like, I'm always... Uh, I get excited by every new shiny toy that's in uh, that <laughs> that's in town and yeah, I mean, I've seen uh, Lance Morris in Shield cricket, and there is something about him. He is an X-factor player. 24, he just looks primed to uh, just come into the side, right? I mean, even if it means resting someone else, do it. Like, I'm all for it. I want to see Lance Morris. This will be a great chance for him as well. Ping ball test. Who knows, right? And, uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, and, 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 look, he's the kind of bowler that um, the only thing Australia lack, that out-and-out genuine raw Pacer. I'm not so fond of the wild thing nickname. It's been used before. Yeah, you've got to come up with something original, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Let's, we'll wait for it, Jules. Let, let, let him just have his first go in test cricket. I'm sure something will pop up. I mean, look, we're wrestling fans. I'm sure we can think of something better than uh, wild thing for now. But uh, yeah, very exciting to have like that kind of fast bowler. We've not had one in Australia for a while. Uh, uh, someone with just genuine pace. All right, we're going to think of that. Baz Ball out, Wild Thing out. We're going to come up with a few uh, new nicknames. Before I let you go, Barat, do you, do you fear for the West Indies a bit in this test match? I mean, they dug in pretty well in Perth, particularly with the bat, but we saw some of their their bowlers look pretty sore. They've got to back it up pretty quickly. You know, pink ball moving around under lights with this Australian attack. Do you fear for the West Indies a bit in this one? Uh, I do, but I, I feared for them even in Perth, uh, honestly, Jules. Uh, but they showed so much heart. I, I said this before the series. I wanted this West Indian team to win some hearts back in Australia. 
right? And I certainly think they did that. Uh, they've given themselves the day off. Uh, I hear some of them, uh, at least the coaching staff, are visiting some of the vineyards in South Australia, as you should. Just getting them, giving themselves a break before jumping into practice tomorrow evening under lights. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Kima Roach will be a big miss. But what was really exciting to see was how Alzari Joseph bowled in that second innings. Apparently, he had a headache. That's why he was down on pace on day one. But that uh, battle against Manas Labushin sets us up nicely for what could lie in store for us uh, later this week. Oh, Brad, I can hear the Dyson vacuum firing up in the background. So get back to your domestic duties, and uh, we look forward to hearing you and the team from Thursday calling the second test over in Adelaide. No worries at all, and I was not complaining. I'm still vying for the Husband of the Year award, so no, I was not complaining. Well, I think you're out of the top three now. Great to chat to, to <laughs> Barat Sunder Racing, as always. Big part of the SEN cricket commentary team.